Erev Tov, everybody. Chanukah Sameach. Welcome to a special edition of our Thursday night Parashat HaShavua class. At a special time, thank you for coming online a little bit earlier this evening as we have another community event taking place in an hour from now, and I didn't want uh, this year to conflict with that, so we're here a bit earlier. So thank you again for those listening live and for those listening online. Well, it really doesn't make a difference because you're listening online um, and pre-recorded. Um, welcome. It is Hanukkah. It is the last night of Hanukkah. Tonight's shiur is sponsored by Mr. Salomon Nezri in memory of his mother, Mrs. Rika Nezri Zichonali Bracha. May the amazing spiritual words of Torah that we say tonight be bring an aliyah to her neshama. Amen. Tonight, as I mentioned, is the last night of Hanukkah, the eighth night of this magnificent holiday, this festival of lights. And I wanted to share with you some ideas of how profound indeed this night is in, in Judaism. Uh, not so much uh, amongst the Sfaradim, we just call it the eighth night of Hanukkah. It is certainly beautiful when you see all the candles lit. But definitely among the uh, world of uh, Hasidut and Hasidic Jewry, this night is referred to as Zot Hanukkah. Zot Hanukkah because the parasha that we are going to read tomorrow uh, says Zot Hanukkah Tamizbeach, right at the end of the 12 Nesim, Zot Hanukkah Tamizbeach, so that's where it comes from. This day has tremendous implications and ramifications on our day-to-day life, and the reason is because of the miracles that are found embedded in the day, and what what actually can happen and, and transpire as a result with a, a proper tefilot and, and kavanot. And I wanted to share with you tonight some of the words of our Chachamim regarding this auspicious day. The rabbis tell us that what Chachamim can accomplish what Sadiqim can accomplish on the days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which you know that Sadiqim are praying on behalf of all the Jewish people around the world for their protection and their safety and their salvation, simple Jews can accomplish on the day of Zot Hanukkah, on the day of the eighth day of Hanukkah. Some explain because on Zot Hanukkah, the miracles that are all that were that are prepared in heaven are ready to come down. All the miracles that were promised to us on the high holidays we spoke about a little bit last week are ready to be brought in front of us and showered down upon us. And therefore, even regular simple Jews can bring down salvation on this day. I want to begin this shiur with a statement found in the Gemara that is quite strange when you think about it. Uh, the statement is with regards to how to light the Chanukah at night, the, the famous machloket between Bet Hillel and Bet Shammai. And Bet Shammai says that you start off on the first night lighting eight candles, and then on the final night you're lighting once. So you're going eight to one. And Bet Hillel, who we follow, says you start off with one and you move up to eight. And Bet Hillel's reason is Ma'alin Bakodesh Ve'en Moridin. We always go up in sanctity and we don't go down. So therefore, it makes sense to start with one. 
and move up towards 8. But what was Bet Shammai's reason? Why would you start with 8 and move down to 1? And Bet Shammai says, it is Keneged Parei Hachag. It's, it corresponds to the bulls, the oxen that are offered as a sacrifice on the holiday of Sukkot. The holiday of Sukkot has 7 days plus 1 of Shemini Atzeret. And each day of Sukkot, the number of bulls that are offered on the Mizbeach decrease. The first day of Sukkot, it is 13, and then after that is 12, 11, 10, so on and so forth. And just like the oxen and the bulls decrease in number, so too the candles decrease in number. This is Bet Shammai's um, uh, explanation of why this takes place. Why on Hanukkah we start with 8 and we go 1. And always bothered me. It always bothered me as to what connection is there between Sukkot and Hanukkah. What is going on here that Bet Shammai felt the need because the Korbanot go down in Sukkot, so it goes down in Hanukkah? That makes sense. Imagine if Bet Hillel told us that the reason why you uh, you start with 1 and you go to 8 is because the odometer on your car starts at 0 and then goes up 1, 2, 3 as you drive more and more and more. Like, Ma Kesher, what is the connection between Sukkot and and the holiday of Hanukkah. And I read an interesting piece in the book, The Sages, by Rabbi Binyamin Lau, um, and he says something fascinating. And he says, in the two books of the Maccabees, there's Maccabees 1 and Maccabees 2, both books actually portray a different reason why this holiday of Hanukkah is celebrated for eight days. Uh, the second book is gives the reason of what we know is because the miracle of the oil and therefore there was a eight-day celebration. However, what many don't know, which is what he brings down in, in his book, is that, that Maccabees 1 says that the reason why the holiday is celebrated for eight days, the reason why Hanukkah is celebrated for eight days, get this, is because during the holiday of Sukkot, the Jews were busy fighting the Greeks. And they were not able to celebrate the holiday of Sukkot in the way that it should have been celebrated. And therefore, to make up for what they missed, to make up for the eight-day holiday, seven days plus Shmini Atzeret, that they could not celebrate of Sukkot, came Hanukkah, and they celebrated eight days to make up what they did for Sukkot. This is actually brought down in the first book of Maccabees. And in fact, when you think about it more, and we'll, we'll delve on this a bit more later on in the Shi'ur, it makes sense because Hanukkah, we recite the full Hallel on Hanukkah all eight days, and the only other holiday that we do something like that is Sukkot, which we recite the full Hallel on all eight days. And on Pesach, for example, the full Hallel is only recited on the first day, not, not on Chol or the seventh day. So it kind of makes sense. So we see there is a connection between Sukkot and the holiday of Hanukkah. So Bet Shammai is saying that the numbers go down in candles because <clears throat> the bulls go down in Sukkot. So too, then that's the connection. The rabbis want to continue. So based on this, we can now um, venture out to some ideas. The Bet Aharon writes that the eighth candle of Hanukkah is the same concept as Shmini Atzeret. Okay, so based on what I introduced this topic with the connection between Sukkot and Hanukkah, we know that the eighth night of Hanukkah would be the eighth day of Sukkot or Shmini Atzeret on its own, since that's the eighth day. And therefore, the Chachamim write 
that Zot Chanukah, the eighth day of Chanukah, is indeed the Gemar Hatima. It is the seal. It is the final uh, verdict of our year that we're going to be inscribed for a good year, just like Shmini Atzeret is the, is the Gemar Hatima Tova. It is the final day, the day where we are inscribed for a good year. So too, Hanukkah is that as well. The famous question of the Bet Yosef, you probably read many, many Divrei Torah, is why did the Chachamim establish Hanukkah for eight days? If there was enough oil in the jar to light for one night, then the miracle should have only been for seven nights. Therefore, the holiday should have, the miracle was only seven nights, and therefore the holiday should have been only seven nights. One of the answers brought down by the Rokeach which is very much connected to what we said. He says, Parashat Emor, which is the parashat of Shor Ochesev that we recite during the holidays, it lists the Yamim Tovim. And the last of the holidays mentioned are Sukkot and Shmini Atzeret. Right after the, the holidays of Sukkot and Shmini Atzeret are recited, then the Torah discusses the laws of lighting the menorah. Not coincidence, says the Rokeach. The Rokeach says that the, this menorah that was going to be lit in the Bet HaMikdash hints to the holiday of Hanukkah. Since Hanukkah is written next to Sukkot and Shmini Atzeret, and Sukkot, including Shmini Atzeret, is eight days, it implies that Hanukkah also needs to be eight days. So we see another source between that shows a connection between Hanukkah and, and Shmini Atzeret slash Sukkot, and it's therefore, it's reasonable to assume that the eighth day of Hanukkah represents Shmini Atzeret. Rashi, in that parasha of Shor Ochesev in Parashat Emor, explains the reason for Shmini Atzeret. He's not going to explain the reason for Hanukkah, because Hanukkah didn't exist yet. But he, exi- he explains the reason for Shmini Atzeret, and he says it could be compared to a king who invited his children for a meal for several days. And when it was time for his children to return home, the king said, My children, please remain with me one more day. It is so hard for me for you for when you leave. I don't want it. I don't want you to leave. You've been with me, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and I'm going to leave to so one more day of Shemini Atzeret. So similarly, we could say the following, that after the seven days of Hanukkah, Hashem says to the Jewish nation, I enjoyed your mitzvot so much, your Hanukkah candles, your menorah, your hallel, your, your songs and your singing. Stay with me one more day. It's hard for me when you leave. And this can probably be, uh, be another answer to the question of the Bet Yosef. Hanukkah should really be seven days, correct? That's what the miracle was. It was seven days. But Hashem requests that we have one more day of Hanukkah, the eighth day, because it's hard for Hashem when we leave, just like it was hard for him when uh, on Shmini Atzeret. About Shmini Atzeret, the Zohar writes, at, and I quote in English, at this joyous time of Shmini Atzeret, the Jewish people are alone with the king. And when one sits with the king alone, whatever he asks will be granted to him. And this is what's written with regards to Shmini Atzeret and also applies to Zot Hanukkah. Whatever we ask for Hashem tonight on this day will, give, will be given to us Bezrat Hashem. The Vilna Gaon teaches us that the Hallel that we say on the eight days of Hanukkah are to complete the eight Hallels that we miss during the year. The eight Hallels that we miss during the year. 
what is this so? In the final six days of Pesach, like I mentioned, we only say half a Hallel. The only the first day of Pesach we say a full Hallel, and here in Chutzlars we say on the second day as well. But the remaining six days we only say half a Hallel. On Rosh Hashanah, from the according to the Torah, Rosh Hashanah is only supposed to be one day. On Rosh Hashanah, another day we don't say Hallel that we should be saying Hallel. And finally, on Yom Kippur, we don't say Hallel at all, even though Yom Kippur is a Yom Tov. So there are eight days a year where we don't say Hallel. On the last day of Pesach, why don't we say Hallel? On the Shevi'i Shel Pesach, our rabbis tell us, Chachamim say, my crea- Hashem is announcing, my creations are drowning in the sea, in reference to the Egyptians. My creations are drowning in the sea, and you're going to say Hallel? You can't say Hallel when, when my creations are drowning. And since we don't say Hallel on the seventh day, we also don't say Hallel on, on Cholamoed Pesach. On Moshe Shanan Yom Kippur, we again don't say Hallel. And our rabbis explain, how could it be that the king is sitting on his throne of judgment? The books of life and the books of death are open and B'nai Israel are going to be singing Shira. They're going to be singing songs. This means that these days are technically fit to say the entire Hallel, but something prevents us from doing so. The Vilna Gaon taught that the complete Hallel that we say on the eight days of Hanukkah corresponds to those eight days and makes up for the Hallel that we missed. The order of the holidays begins with Pesach. Pesach is the first holiday of the year. Therefore, Tzadikim taught us that it is logical to assume that Hanukkah's first six days make up for the six days of Hallel that was missed on Pesach. The seventh day of Hanukkah, we complete the Hallel that we missed on Rosh Hashanah. And the eighth day of Hanukkah, Zot Hanukkah, we would say that the Hallel recited, that we're going to recite tomorrow, will be in place of that of Yom Kippur. According to this calculation, Zot Hanukkah even corresponds to Yom Kippur. Just like Yom Kippur, which the Gemara says is one of the happiest days of the year. Just like Yom Kippur is the day when the Jewish people are signed in for a good year, so too Hanukkah, Zot Hanukkah, the Jewish people are confirmed for a good year. The Yismach Yisrael writes that when the Torah says the word Zot, whenever we see the word Zot in the Torah, it's in reference to something we can see with our eyes. For example, the Torah tells us the first mitzvah that was given to Moshe and Bnei Yisrael, HaChodesh HaZelachem, HaZeh. And Rashi says that HaZeh indicates that Hashem actually showed Moshe the new moon, how it's supposed to look in order to sanctify it. Because when it says Zeh or Zot, it's something that can be visibly seen. And we see several examples of this principle. So the Ismach Yisrael explains that on Zot Hanukkah, Tzadikim can see all the holy lights that were shining throughout the days of Hanukkah. The Kedushah is very, very great on this day, and they can see it. And that's why it's called Zot Hanukkah, something that can be pointed to and seen with one's eyes. But this revelation is only something for the Tzadikim, something that they can see. Me'et Hashem Zot. We believe that Hashem gives this revelation on Zot. Me'et Hashem Zot. It's from God, is a Zot. The problem is, He niflat be'enenu. We, are, we aren't able to see it. It's something that is hidden from us, this concept of Zot. But indeed it is there. And although we don't see or feel this special revelation, nevertheless we are 
happy for the actual tzaddikim of this world. We believe that they could see it. And we are happy with their joy. David HaMelech writes in Tehilim, Bezot yadati ki tabi. With this I knew that you desired me. And again, he says, Bezot, since you gave us Zot Hanukkah, I know that you desire me and that you want to grant me good. In fact, we say every Shabbat in the Mizmor Shir, the Yom HaShabbat, we say, Ish ba'ar lo yeda, uchsil lo yavin et Zot. The fool doesn't know and the imbecile doesn't understand Zot. The imbecile doesn't understand the concept of Zot Hanukkah. We can explain that he doesn't understand that Zot Hanukkah is a special day. However, Lu Chachema Yaskilu Zot. If you are wise, if you are a Ben, a ben Chochma, a person who has wisdom, Yaskilu Zot. No question, he will understand what Zot means, the importance of Zot Hanukkah. Bezot Ani Boteach, David Amelech again says in Perkab Zayin, in the merit of Zot Hanukkah, Bezot Ani Boteach, you trust in Hashem's salvation. The Maharal Miprag teaches that the world was built with the number seven. There are seven days in the week, there are seven levels of Chochmah. Eight represents a world that is beyond nature, a world where miracles occur. Zot Hanukkah is double eight. It's Shmini Sheba Sheminit. It is the eighth day of Hanukkah, which is an eight-day holiday. And therefore, Zot Hanukkah is Lokol Shekin, although more so, a day when miracles can occur. We say in the bracha of Yotzer Or Uvore Choshech, we say this every morning, in that bracha, we list many, many praises of God, but in specific, there are eight praises somewhere in the middle of the blessing. Poel gevurot, chadashot, ba'al milchamot, yeshuot, and finally, adon haniflaot. And the Mekubalim write that these eight praises correspond respectively to the eight days of Hanukkah. And the eighth praise, which would correspond to the eighth day, is Adon Haniflaot. That's the last one. Which means Hashem performs miracles. And it makes sense. It's appropriate that Adon Haniflaot corresponds to Zot Hanukkah because it is a day of miracles and wonders. One of the Baba, the first Bob of a Rebbe said that the miracles of Zot Hanukkah are alluded to in that Pasuk that we mentioned before. Me'et Hashem niflat The Nifla, the Niflaot. The wonders of God are because of Zot. Me'et Hashem ha'ita Zot. That is Zot uh, Hanukkah. Others want to say that the uh, Han, that Zot Hanukkah, uh, no, sorry, Hanukkah in general is mesugal for pekidat akarot for those who are barren, women who have difficulty having children. Hanukkah is an opportune time to pray. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will grant them the miracle of having a child. But the rabbis say not just Hanukkah, Zot Hanukkah, that special segula takes place on the eighth night of Hanukkah, Zot Hanukkah. And a lot of people would repeat this idea over, over the years. Someone once came to the Hazon Ish, Zecher Tzadik Libracha, and he was complaining about his poverty. He was complaining that he didn't have any money. Every time he engaged in business, it never was successful. He never could could, could do deals. He, he, he wasn't a good salesman, so on and so forth. It was just 
bad news with regards to his parnasan and his wealth. And the man told the Chazon Ish, Rabbi, I need a miracle. I need a miracle. But the problem is, and he quotes the Gemara, Lav bechol yoma mitrachesh nisa. Not every day do miracles happen. So he said, I don't know what to do, Rabbi. So Chazon Ish looked at him and he corrected him. He says, you read the statement wrong. It's love. It's not so. Bekol yoma mitrachish nisa. Miracles happen every day. And there's no question that Zot Hanukkah, a day of miracles beyond the laws of nature. We also say that Zot Hanukkah is a mesugal for parnasah, beshefa, sustenance. We said the eight praises we mentioned before in the Brachav Yotzer Or. There is also many praises we say in the Tefillah Vayvarech David. We say, Lecha Hashem HaGedula, Ve'agevura, Ve'atiferet, Ve'anetzach, Ve'ahod, Kichol Ba'ashamayim Uva'at Lecha Hashem HaMlacha, Ve'aminaseh Lechol Lerosh. And number eight is Ve'ha'osir. Ve'ha'osir is wealth. The eighth praise corresponding to the eighth day of Hanukkah. The other days of Hanukkah are also mesugal for Parnassah. The Pasuk tells us, Ki lifnechem. For the sake of Parnassah, lemichia, of sustenance, Hashem sent me before you. We're going to read this um, in, um, in next week's parasha. The word shelachani is Rashi Tevot, lehadlik ner Hanukkah shemonat yamim. To light the candles of Hanukkah for eight days. So we see that all eight days of Hanukkah are mesugal for Parnassah, can bring a person Parnassah. But particularly Zot Hanukkah has that uh, power more than all the other days. Last but not least, it's certainly mesugal for refuah. For a person seeking um, uh, health, a person who is suffering from illness, it is that time on the eighth day of Hanukkah where we can pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu specifically and ask for refuah for all the people that need it. There was a story that once took place in Paris in the yeshiva of Rav Chaim Chaiken Zecher Tzadik Livracha, who was a student of the Hafez Chaim. One of the Bahurim of the yeshiva became sick. They found, uh, they found a tumor in his neck. And the doctor said that he would need an operation urgently. But they were afraid that, um, that the, the procedure was very, very dangerous. And even though they had to do it, but it was very dangerous, they didn't know what to do because if the scalpel is just off target slightly, it could be deadly. It could touch a nerve. It could ruin this person's life, if not kill him. So what did they do? They went to one of the great tzaddikim who was living at the time. What do we do, Rabbi? Do we do the surgery or we don't do the surgery? They asked him for advice. And he replied. He said, Hanukkah was only three weeks ago. Hanukkah finished three weeks ago. He goes, I still have the wicks from the last night of Hanukkah. I still have the wicks. I kept them. He goes, take these wicks, place them on the neck, on the part of the neck where the tumor is. And the Bahur should stay home for three days with the wicks on his neck. And they did so, and the, the growth disappeared. No more tumor. The doctors were astounded. They had no idea how this happened. Now, there's no question that one needs to be a tzaddik gadol to perform a miracle like this one. But Zot Hanukkah, like we said, everyone can perform miracles. 
what tzaddikim can accomplish on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, simple people can accomplish on Zot Hanukkah. We can pray for Yeshuot, we can pray for Parnassah, we can pray for Refuot, and they will come, and they will come Be'ezrat Hashem. Why is this day, the eighth day of Hanukkah, titled Zot Hanukkah? Of all the days of Hanukkah, that name, Zot Hanukkah, why should the eighth day, after all the candles are extinguished, called Zot Hanukkah? And again, like we said, usually Zot or Zeh is reserved to times that were pointing to something. When the Jewish people went through the split sea, the splitting of the sea, they declared, Zeh Eli Ve'anvehu, this is my God. Rashi tells us that they all witnessed at that point the loftiest of visions. When Moshe Rabbeinu was introduced to the mitzvah, the new month, like I said, HaChodesh HaZelachem, again, Rashi tells us that he was shown a sliver of the moon. God pointed up. In each case, the words Zeh and Zot means something that was at hand. Not only that, when the Torah is lifted in front of the Kahal, Everyone points with their finger and says, Vezota Torah Shersam Moshe. This is the Torah that Moshe placed before the children of Israel. Many are careful to position themselves in a proper spot so they could see the script, pointing the finger, try some trying to find the letter of their name. Why? Because we want the declaration to be truthful. We want to say, Vezota Torah, I want to see the Torah. And that's why it's important. So why is this time of Zot Hanukkah without any visuals called Zot Hanukkah. What are we pointing at? So I read something beautiful from Rabbi Label Lam and he says the simple answer is that over the course of the eight days of Hanukkah we read in the Torah about the inaugural activities of the heads of the Shevatim and that concludes on the eighth day of Pesach Zot Hanukkah Tamizbeach. It's followed by Aharon Cohen's invitation to light the menorah in the in the in the Mishkan. Zot Hanukkah Tamizbeach. This is the dedication of the Mizbeach. Zot Hanukkah. But he goes further. He goes beautifully. He says Hanukkah is an expression of chinuch, of education. And how do we know? when education has taken place? How do we know if the words that were taught were absorbed? As a teacher, as a parent, as a lecturer, how do we know? Sure, when we look into the classroom, we watch the teachers teaching the students learning, we assume that's education. But that might just be the process of education. How can we measure when education takes place? So he explains that when a teacher or a rabbi or whoever, professor, is giving a final exam, when a rabbi is giving a final exam in a Gemara class that he gave, the symptom that Torah learning has been absorbed into the psyche of the student is when one sees how they behave in the dining room and with each other after class is complete. Not during the lesson. Not when you're writing the test. But rather, but rather after the lesson. You know they learned when what takes place, when you witness what sees after the lesson. So too here on Hanukkah. 
after the lights are out, after eight full days of lighting the Hanukkah candles, after all the songs and the Shirim and the Hallel and the Divre Torah and the Sufganiyot and all these things, after all the scholastic activities are done, there's a burning question that remains. And the question is, what did the holiday teach you? What are you walking out with this holiday? Now is the time to think about what we acquired over this holiday, over Hanukkah. How we can take the lessons and attitudes with us for the entire year because it's the Gemar Khatima. It is the seal. Hanukkah teaches us so many lessons. It teaches us that Hashem loves us. It teaches us that Hashem performs miracles for us. It teaches us how you can be the underdog and you can defeat the favorite. Hanukkah teaches us about emunah. It teaches us to be like the Hashmonaim and not to allow the foreign influences to draw, to draw us away from studying Torah. Hanukkah, from the word chinuch, like I mentioned, like I mentioned teaches us to, to begin anew and to accustom ourselves to do whatever it takes to perform Hashem's service. We need to contemplate these ideas so that the lessons remain with us. After eight days of lighting Hanukkah candles, eight full days of expressing dedication, Chinuch, Hanukkah, the inauguration, honoring education, the education process and things that you learn, you have to ask yourself, what have the candles ignited inside of us how has my soul how has my neshama sparked when all the lights are out and there's nobody there to watch when all the teachers and the educators and the rabbis and the parents have all retreated back that's what remains that's what remains zot hanukkah that is hanukkah when you can walk out of here after eight days and say, I am a different person than I was yesterday. I am better than who I was yesterday. And I will be better tomorrow than who I am today. Because in the end, we follow Bet Hillel. In the end, the reason we start with one and we go up to eight is because Ma'alin Bakodesh Velo Moridin. My life has to always be with the growth mindset thinking of how I'm going to be better. And when I am better, and when I will strive to be even more, the next day, I look back at what I gained on Hanukkah, and I point to it, and I say, Zot Hanukkah. It's because of that. That's what made me into a better person. That is what sparked my soul. That is what ignited inside of me to be a better Jew, a better Oved Hashem, and a better person in Klal Yisrael. And Bezrat Hashem, with the, all the segulot of tonight, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should bless us with all the amazing things, the Refuah, the Yeshua, the Parnasah, all the miracles in the world, all those that need to be healed shall be healed, all those that need Parnasah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should shower upon them. And this being the seal, the Gmar Hatima. We will go through this very, these very difficult times, this very dark and dreary winter, and we will see the light at the end very, very soon, celebrating Mashiach, where we will light the menorah and the Bet HaMikdash once again. Bimera amenu.
Have a great night, everybody.